One, one. Did we start? Yeah. All right. I'm so happy now. Tyler got the first sound this time. Woo! Yeah, everybody, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Let's make it a happy moment, a special moment for a big guy, Tyler. Do you want me to play some more Schoolhouse Rock songs? I certainly don't. <sighs> That's how I, I would to celebrate. play any more Schoolhouse Rock That's here how on I this would celebrate. prolific Monday, <clears throat> February the 6th, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. All right, man. It's been what, like almost Ooh, two weeks? It's been a while. Yeah. Some things, some recent developments have uh, occurred and yeah. some life changing experiences <laughs> yeah, have befallen one cause, of us. Because now, now Tom Brady's the best ever. And that's just sad for everybody. Yeah, it really is. It was, you know what's funny? No one ever, well, I'm sure there was some, you know, a small contingent of naysayers, but did, did anybody bitch when Michael Jordan was the greatest ever? Did anybody bitch when. Well, we, we, there's really know, no way to know. I guess without stepping into a time machine well, and, 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 spending, and, and putting know. Twitter and like, you know. Oh, man. Twitter, you were just too slow. ESPN radio. You missed all the good shit, Twitter. Way to fucking go. I think everyone was happy, though. I'm telling you, the most, uh, the most, to use your word, the most prolific, like, Ching. team, sports team I saw in my year in Amsterdam was not the Yankees or the Lakers. It was the Bulls. Huh. Everyone's still a Jordan fan 25 years later. Oh. They're just that. Like, kids in China. Like, not. I mean, China is a bad example. Kids in fucking Myanmar, you know, know who Michael Jordan is. Like. Yeah. All over the place, dude. You know, basketball is, like, really big in Asia. I know. That's why I didn't want to use China. Because I'm like, because <laughs> that's not a, a reach. China's got more fucking NBA fans in its country. Three million people or some shit? No, it's 300 million NBA fans. Oh, well, I was going to say, it's out of three billion people, oh, yeah. literally half the world's population. I could be wrong. I mean, they, I they, have, they have a billion. but India has a billion. Have you, have you seen that circle? Uh, of? Is of, it a diagram? It's, it's, it's of like Southeast China most of india and a lot of indonesia and like the you know um the islands you know just yeah, asian yeah. islands and they say more people live inside of that circle than out of it what yeah because like you said india and china are two million each oh the circle is that big though the circle it, i mean it's like most of the populated areas right, of right, china because right. a lot of china is just the himalayas yeah. and shit so it's like yeah, that southeast like you know right, right, right. corner, a Pretty lot much of, like along the a lot of India, and then all those Southeast Asian countries what and uh, sea Indonesia. Is that? It's the Indian Ocean and the and the the east side of the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, I guess the, the Pacific west side. Ocean's out past Japan. Technically, though. we're the east side of of the Pacific Ocean. Well, yeah. So that's the west side of the yeah. Pacific Ocean. That was a good little. Uh, that was a good way to kick it off, man. Here we are, ready to get prolific, back at it again. Uh, I think we should jump into what we do best, uh, and that would be takes one to know one. Do you have one? I uh, I'm not sure I do right now. I mean, I could riff about not having a job. All right, well, like, you can start that right now. Yeah, uh, go for all right. it. So, how would I turn this into a two? So, briefly recap: I was fired on Monday of last week for reasons none other than a singular word and that word being performance <laughs> could have been good performance could have been bad performance i don't know i didn't stick around to find out oh, i took a check and got the fuck out of there a lot of times they this. don't let good they don't let people go for good performance yeah it's very rare very rare when they let somebody go for doing too good of a job but i'm not maybe they just can't afford you, you at know, this point maybe maybe i'm just way too prolific and they don't, uh, they, they're, they don't want to keep you down yeah uh I'll, you know i'm i'm not i'm not ruling anything out you know it could have been that i was just too awesome and they're just like, you know you're making everybody else look bad so we're gonna have to let you go this is a uh, business decision it's not a personal thing you're just way too good at your job so we'll see you here's a check you know it'd be cool if that actually was a real thing because that's definitely not what happened. I'm sure bad performance in this case means... I'm sure performance in this case means bad performance, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was uh, fired from my job for reasons uh, uh, none other than performance. And the thing I have to... The only gripe I have with that is that it was unbeknownst to me that I was performing poorly. I mean, you probably... Like, that's the thing. A lot of times, you can probably guess... That like, oh right. man, if someone saw me right now, they would right. see that I'm not working. But right. when you don't ever get like, you know, hey, 
get back to work. <laughs> Dude, exactly. And this is exactly the the biggest problem. Are you, how are you supposed to know what you're getting away with and what you're not? I mean, exactly. I guess that's the point. You're not no, supposed you're not to be supposed getting, to away, getting, getting away, away with anything. <laughs> you should just be doing your job. But I mean, you know, that kind of couples into really the whole like un- overarching theme of this entire podcast. Work sucks. And every time, not that work sucks, but it's just like you're not living authentically if you're just fucking <laughs> If if you don't have your fucking doubts or your questions or so, you don't have moments in your life when you're just like I don't want to fucking do this why the fuck would I do this? why do we fucking do this to ourselves you ba- know what I mean back to the start like authenticity thing what mm-hmm. was his example like the waiter that does his waiter job so well that he forgoes his personality and right. that he's living authentically even though he's doing the best job possible at being a waiter because your play acting is what Sart likes to like say you're, yeah. you're you're playing a role rather than living true to yourself but i guess that's a big you know annoying individualistic point of view when a lot of people are like yeah i go to work too yeah well just the, i it. think the, one of the biggest problems with that idea is that it's a totally subjective idea and one way of viewing living authentically could be totally different from yeah, what right. it objectively could be or what somebody else sees it as type a versus type b people yeah and i my view on authenticity kind of entails the fact that i question why it is that i do some of the things that i that society deems and that's this is where we go down the rabbit hole because this is that whole this is a fucking centuries old uh, idea or concept that just goes deeper and deeper and deeper and it's like well why do I do this but because society sort of you know is built on the premise of that well then why do why you know why is it like that why you know you could just go on and on and on questioning the way things are and why they're that way and never really getting to a fucking answer other than this the is, fact that it works these like, are the things that people hate about philosophy like, yeah it's like what's the point like what are you trying to change because you're not you can't you're not going to change anything uh, um, apparently this is th- the only way it could have happened like and you know well, yeah and then there's that whole thing there's yeah the, there's the one universe or multiple universes like is yeah this just... but to keep it a little less vague <laughs> than that <laughs> uh, um, it's just kind of like, you just sort of question my my place in questioning authenticity or living authentically i guess i should say is questioning the things that most people just take for granted like you go you go get a job you go get married you go have kids and you know if you don't ever stop and take a minute to think like why am i doing these things what is how does this define my life my existence my living my essence i guess and the thing that i that really bothered me about getting fired not getting fired because it wasn't that it wasn't that bad actually because honestly i had gotten to a point where i generally was dreading going to work every day and i was super unhappy and i'm not going to go on record and torch my former employer or anyone else at work there but i will say that my supervisor who shall remain nameless did not supervise me like he didn't i had one maybe he did from afar through surveillance cameras yeah but the thing snitches that see that you always think about that you know not like I was doing anything shady or anything but you know I might have spent extended periods of time you know putting off work or something you know procrastinating I guess but the thing that really upset me about it is that when he told me they were letting me go I sort of I guess like had in my head that it's like you know you would know that you're on thin ice before the ice breaks, right? <laughs> That's true. In a perfect world, I guess. Like yeah. your employer, at least in all the experience I've had in the past, watching other people get fired and coming close to it myself, like you usually come close first. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta come close. You gotta know. Like you gotta know where the boundary lies. You know what I mean? And that was one thing that I didn't get. Like I I never got that. I worked there for a year and a half and then got fired. Like, you know, and it all happened in a matter of ten minutes, like as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? And you know, realistically it's probably things that just build up over time but it's like how how do you know if you don't ever know like that's you know if no one's ever checking you like there was no checks and balances in this situation like i just did my job and never had any reviews never had any conversations never got any feedback or criticism like and the my take here is is gonna be that if you're gonna supervise if you're gonna call yourself a supervisor (laughs) you better fucking supervise (laughs) and i mean this like i'm not this isn't something that I'm just like just saying because I got fired. Like this is something that I feel very passionately about, at least in the workplace. And this is otherwise no. The, what's their point? Like, dude, what exactly. Are you, what are what they is there the for? point? And, and why do you make and, more and, than? And, and it's not just in the workplace. Like, like 
take school for example like you know the 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 classes i fucking hated the most were the ones where the teachers just never fucking gave you any attention or just never cared like you didn't do your homework no big deal you fucking st Clair's class in high school just playing fucking playstation portable in the front row right in front of the guy and him never saying a word of course i fucking i'm gonna get terrible grade in that class like the guy's letting me get away with everything like am i deliberately pushing his buttons yeah but i'm 17 years old like come on dude we used to have like uh predetermined like you know pre-planned scheduled mario kart races yeah, eight people and people would borrow other people's nintendo ds's so they can play them oh my god as far as i understand it, there was like a group of like 16 people in the same class who just fucking played mario kart together yeah so it was pretty much about and i'm really upset i never the, got to be a part of that i was like a third of the class but yeah you were there first semester just playing gta on your ps i was blazing PSP. the trail is what i was doing and I was watching it every the entire day, time. front row. Just neat, neat, neat. that was the only time he ever told you to put it away was when I was distracted because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was watching it. And he never once said if I was just playing it, minding my own business. Like he never ever told me. Like you know what I mean? And yeah, it's like, and here we're gonna double back onto that whole living authentically thing. That's like some people are gonna say like, well, you, it's not you know that's irresponsible like to just sit there and do it and but you know i could turn around back around like is it really irresponsible it's like i know the implications and the consequences of what i'm doing but if nobody's gonna fucking stop me like or nobody's gonna say like hey maybe you can't do that this isn't conducive to a fucking productive environment like i assume they're cool with it yeah if you have yeah. a problem say something that's your take thank you like if no you have well, a problem say something my the overarching theme here is that if you're a fucking supervisor you better supervise and i mean like i said my example being that any any time you've had a boss or a professor or a teacher or a fucking coach or whatever who never fucking gave you a lick of attention or never established a system of checks and balances or any kind of boundaries you know you took full fucking advantage of that shit and didn't even feel bad when you got in trouble. Like, and that's the thing. When I when he was like, "We're gonna have to let you go," there was two thoughts that went through my head in this order: "Shit, I don't have an income, but at least I don't have to come back here. Like, <laughs> at least I don't have to come back here." You know. And the thing is, it wasn't like I was just like having a ball, fucking around and wasting everybody's time. If that's what I was, you know, if that's in fact what I was doing, it was like every day I came in there. Every morning I woke up, like I fucking. Yeah. thought to myself like fuck I'm gonna have to sit in traffic for an hour to go to some fucking job that I hate and stay there for nine and a half hours and then drive for an hour home and it's like I don't even fucking like this job why am I putting myself through this like what am I what's the whole point of this like you know what I mean so when they kind of cut the chain on me and gave me the check I was just like okay at least I'm done at least I'm done like at closure. least I, you know what I mean closure yeah so <laughs> well you know long story short uh you know to 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 be cliche about it. These are life lessons that you learn the hard way and, you know. There you go. Take the good with the bad, you know. I'm trying to be as positive as I can about it. There you go. Taking the good with the bad and I'm rolling on with it. So long story short, uh, if you're a supervisor, you better fucking supervise. Or yeah. you know somebody's going to take advantage of your shit and make you look bad. They ever been fired before? No. Oh, nice. It was the first time. I've yeah. been fired like three times. It's cool, man. At least, you know, and yeah, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to say like that's cool, but I mean, you know, it's, it's probably not the same every time, like, you know. No, no. Some, I mean, maybe some jobs you really, one, you care one, about. One I job. quit. One I quit pretty violently. Mm-hmm. It was violently. Bad. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, like, I mean, not physically violent, but did you like put your hands on a manager? <laughs> you trying to catch my fade? No, it was bad, but I probably shouldn't. What did you do? Say throw it. something on the ground? I probably shouldn't say on record. Well, be as fucking doing. vague as you can about it. Um, I was a window washer. Oh, I mean, you didn't have to tell me what you were doing. I mean. I was a window washer. Okay. And how, let's just cut that out here. How did you violently quit? I just, uh, all right. So like I had some reaction to, I don't know. Like I just got really sick suddenly. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, when you're up there, like you're just cleaning fucking dusty ass uh, screens and windows all day. Right. Um, And like, I'm like, I was like, I think I was 19 at the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I shouldn't be getting, like, you know, sick for, you know, three weeks just on something. And, uh, like, snot would come out of one nose and blood would come out of the other, like, nostril. Like, I was fucked up. And this was happening, like, while I was working. Like, I still had to work. And I was just like, I'm not going to go. And then I didn't go for, like, three or four days. And I was like, I don't want to go back. Like, this job sucks. So, yeah. 
I tried to quit and they were like, Oh, you're scheduled for like two more weeks. Like you're going to work these last two weeks. And I'm like, I- I'm pretty sure this is how quitting goes. Like I just quit. I, and just I don't leave. have to I don't, come. Yeah. But again, I was 19. So I was just like, all right, I'll give you like, you know, one or two uh-huh. more weeks. And I just like skimped out in the last like three days. You just didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah. And I had like, you know, contracts with me, like, and the things that you had to like, you know, hand back in and be like, Oh, job was done. Oops. Slick. Yeah. Um, so how was it violent? That's the part I can't really want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get into. Did you like shit on somebody's door? <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like it wasn't, shit it wasn't physically window? violent. The it was fact emotionally violent, was, psychologically abusive. It like, was just like, fuck you guys. No, fuck you. No, know, okay. Just, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get into it. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's exciting. I, I did something. It's, it's like that episode of Seinfeld where George is talking about somebody getting fired, and he's like, I want to get fired in a way that makes people say, like, now that guy got canned. Like, <laughs> we just do something fucking insane on the way out, well, burn I, a fucking I, trash can full of your documents and shit I, in the sh- middle of the production room. Like, I showed up smelling like weed to uh, Victoria's Secret. Hell yes. And, I, and they, I remember that. they sent me home for a week, and then a week later, yeah. she was like, yeah, you're not, no, you're terminated. I was like, oh. Right. I remember her. I remember that manager. That uh, I'm not gonna say her name. But that was an inventory night. Yeah, and I came. We came in at like 9 p.m. and I was. Yeah, just, you came in like an hour after I did, or I an hour before. Blazed I did the fuck, and, and we our, smoked together. Yeah, and our and and our manager like smelled it on the jacket that I was wearing because that was cold out. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, man, that's really funny. I remember because I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, I fucked up, oh shit, oh shit, and then nothing ever happened. I was like, all right, all right, dodge the bullet there. Yeah, that sucks, though, dude. Getting fired isn't isn't fun, but, yeah. you know, you just got to fucking bounce back. It's not the end of the world. It's a different generation. I'm reading a lot of shit lately about, like, millennials and how they uh, they don't fucking, uh, they don't have the same emphasis on loyal loyalty, the same organization, like yeah. your parents or your grandparents. Like, Mike, you know, Ted worked for same company for fucking 35 years. Like, you know, he got internally promoted a handful of times, but he never, he never switched jobs. Like, yeah. he, he just, he just stayed with the same place forever and i'm just reading a lot of stuff lately that's uh that just says like millennials don't have that value and employers you know because whatever you know institutions have cut costs or raised the cost of certain things so that the same kind of benefits and that that would be given for loyalty don't exist anymore like your your employer you can fire you like you know a lot of uh, employment is on an at-will basis or whatever yeah and your employer can just fucking just like they did with me just fucking just haul off and be like all right you're done like we're at, you're out of here like you know what i mean no real no real reason like you you sign a fucking paper when you get hired that says we're an at-will employer and you understand that like and yeah and you know so that kind of loyalty those values they don't they're not as pervasive as they used to be and i think it's just one of those things where it's like you know you're gonna work in the in the long run you're gonna work for a myriad of employers and it's not going to be like your parents or your grandparents working for the same place for 35, 40 years until they retire. Like you're going to have a handful of jobs. You're going to work for a handful of people and that's just going to be the norm. It already is the norm, but you know, the workforce is dominated by people from those older generations. So they, they kind of tend to. And what do you think that like signifies and shit? Changing the guard. You know what I mean? Cool. Obviously the last, uh, <sighs> frozen tagalogs, the last, um, tag-alongs. The last, obviously, the last sector to be to to for this to permeate is going to be the political sector because it's so, you know, large. People just going to be changing uh, political parties all the time, and we're not going to think anything of it. We're just going to be like, eh. We're not going to be calling people flip floppers. I actually have a really uh, interesting (laughs) view on the political system and how it's like structured. And how it'll be structured because of this last election. And, oh. uh, you're just like, no, I'm not going to get political. No, 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 you're just licking your chops like right in my ear. Sorry, man. <laughs> You've ever had these are tagalogs, right? tagalongs, tagalongs. They're not, they don't have their stupid names anymore like they used to. Like Girl Scout cookies all used to have kind of, yeah, you know, Samoas, cute they, names. They, they can't be called Samoas anymore. I thought they were still called Samoas. Though. I don't think they can. Like be they Samoas changed it anymore, back. Um, when I bought them, they were, but right. Um, No, it's interesting. We like it. We'll bring you back on in a couple minutes. But um, Girl Scout cookie. No, no I was going to say, um, I think this election 
Yeah. Really is the tipping point for yeah. a major shift in political ideologies. Oh, and God. now, like, bipartisanship is... Because is no one wants to be either one now? Not so much. I just think that Donald Trump getting elected was a slap in the face to the, to the system. <laughs> and uh, and obviously, we live in a bubble here. So, like, the exposure that we get to, to anti-Trump propaganda, if you will, is... You know, we're biased. Like, I see a lot more anti-Trump shit than I do anything else. And it just sounds like, because of the exposure to it that I get, it sounds like nobody wanted the guy to be president, yet he still somehow got elected. Like, we're all sitting here scratching our heads going, how the fuck did this guy get elected? But if you look at a map, you see it's like, you know, California, New York. They were like the only, you know, only states that really voted Hillary predominantly. But I think what what's going to happen is... Um, I think it's it, it's going to come down to one or two things. A, a major party is going to rise up and and really be taken seriously, and they'll fall somewhere along the spectrum of centrists. They'll be really uh, they won't lean uh, consistently left or right on the same issues. Yeah, they're going to be their beliefs. Like you know how Cowherd always used to say, like he was uh, yeah. Fiscally conservative and socially progressive. Basically, I want all the things that taxes bring me. I just don't want to pay for the. I don't taxes. want to oppress people in the process, though, or this or that. I don't think it's that. It's I, that same ideology. I think though that a major people, a major percentage of young people like us, when they get older, will identify as that same kind of idea. Like they'll be centrist. They might swing conservatively on certain issues, but they might swing liberally on others and i think well, what's going to happen we're going to agree on anything well that's the like, thing because there's still going to be people who identify as democrat and still going to be people who identify as republican and what's going to happen is basically it's going to be a majority rules kind of situations where if the republican candidate candidate has you know a better chance to win the uh the third party is really left with the ultimate decision of making a fucking you know huh. a swing whereas now it's kind of like it's given that if you identify or vote along other party lines other than democratic or republican yeah, you're, you're just assuring the yeah you know so that that all those like green party libertarian like all those motherfuckers will just kind of evolve into one like i think all that shit will still blob. exist but i think i think more seriously a, a centrist party is gonna surface a candidate is gonna run on the centrist platform where he's going to be like, you know what, or like this you, works, or like you this said, works. Like there's don't. actually going to be like a large 15, 20% that can right. decide something. Right. And their vote like, actually you know, matters yeah. because they don't, they're you know totally I mean? registered as independent and they're like, yeah, but go. they, but you'll look at their history and they'll have had a history of voting left or voting right or flip flopping on different issues, but you can see a trend in the way that somebody believes. And it's either going to completely annihilate bipartisanship as a whole and there's just going to be a gang of different parties, which, you know, could get kind of hairy or a major third party is going to rise up. Like if a centrist platform existed, I would have identified as such like, cause independent doesn't really describe the way that, you know, I identify, like, I don't always agree with what an independent person or the, the independent candidate, like what the fuck do they even stand for? You never know. Like, but the centrist party is going to try to be as moderate as possible. I guess moderate is probably a better word to describe how they would, you know, swing on the spectrum. Like, just moderacy and moderation. And where did this come from? How did we start talking about this? You asked me something about old people and young people in the now workplace. Now we're just eating tagalongs. <laughs> My bad. It's not like I don't appreciate the cookies, because they... You, you definitely ruined me. You derailed me here totally, but that's good because Tyler needed to give us a take. I still have a take? Mm-hmm. All right. I got, I got three to choose from. Pick, pick one through three. Two. All right. When was, like, oral sex discovered, and why didn't anyone think of it sooner? But still, like, there were humans for, like, a lot of time before the Kama Sutra was ever written. So, like, what were they doing? 
They were sucking each other's dicks, dude. <laughs> what do you think they were doing? So, okay. So, the, I guess my real question is how long after, like, humanity, like, you know, discovered, like, sex was a lot more for than just pure reproduction? How long after that did they start using their mouths? Immediately? <laughs> You're just saying, like, right off the bat. Yeah. I would love to hear your input. I would just like to say I'm pretty sure that sex has always been, like, a more pleasurable thing than it has been, like, a... Okay. Or like, a reproductive function. But I'm saying, I'm saying in, like, in our evolution, like, mm-hmm. like before, like, consciousness even became, like, a possible thing, we'll say, what point did they just go, you know what is awesome still? Blowjobs, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, I think, like... Head. Dude, Forever. I think people have been getting other people to suck their dicks for, it's like one of the first things. Was it one of your like favorite like people? Okay, like, well, I guess anybody that's Greek, right? Like, yeah. That's mm-hmm. all they did was suck each other's dicks. Well, they I actually mean, fucked they, each other in the ass, but. Yeah, yeah, that's what they, because it was a bunch of dudes hanging out with a bunch well, of dudes. Well, do you really think like there's there going to be some person some... that is getting fucked in the ass that like his He needs his dick sucked or he's, gonna, he's got a free mouth. Why doesn't he suck a dick while he's fucking, exactly. you know. Right. Or this guy's get, taking it in the ass. He can take a dick in the mouth too. Like, exactly. And they I never, and, and, and how, okay. And then I guess my follow up question is when exactly was like dentistry, like, you know, like improved upon. Cause that's a lot of time too. Maybe the 1800s. That's a lot of time too. That could be a stretch. Dirty, oh, dirty to just ass, go with your teeth. Dirty ass him? mouth. Well, look at George Washington, dude. He had teeth made out of fucking wood. And do you think he was sucking dicks with that? Abe Lincoln was. No, he wasn't sucking dicks because what? by then. Abe Lincoln was gay. What? It is, actually is news to what me. You, why is this a conspiracy I've never heard before? Because he was so ugly. Oh, I wish, I wish I could. I wish you. Could oh have man, this do some research and we'll bring you back on. Thanks. All right. Abraham Lincoln might be gay. Coming up next. That's Jordan's hot take. Damn. Um, but no. Uh, actually, I, not might not be. It is apparently according yeah, to her. She's gonna do some hard hard research on this and give us some answers. Um, I'm flabbergasted. As far as dentistry right goes, dude, I don't. I think you just well. I think maybe because it has a little bit to do with life expectancy. Have you heard the thing that um, that a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's mouth? Like, what kind of shit is that? Why? Well, you know why? They have diastema in between their teeth. They've just got some crazy like enzyme. No shit can't get stuck in their fucking teeth. Oh, I guess you know what I mean. Like our teeth are all jammed, compacted in together, and there's little little tight nooks and crannies that food and sugar, and we also eat sugar. Food and shit gets stuck in your teeth and just sits there unless you floss regularly or, you know, all the time mm-hmm. or br- don't brush your teeth once That's or whatever. It just sits there overnight. And you think it's just teeth? What? The whole, like, a mouth, the human's mouth is, like, dirty as hell. Just the teeth that just are dirty? Just the teeth. No. no. just, like, the teeth cracks? No, the tongue. Does the, it have something to do with, like, what we eat or what? Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at the fossil record, dude, like, the consumption of sugar really, you know, it, that's not natural. Like, we don't, we don't eat processed sugar or corn syrup or fructose blah 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 like we do now <laughs> but we do now and it's really fucked us up you know what i mean um but yeah i think that we we've got all these little tiny cracks in our fucking mouths and shit just gets stuck there and, and people even were, if you can and floss, people were given head since the dawn of time yeah, so you've got sugar you got semen you got fucking <laughs> get a bunch of stuff in there but the sugar's not the sugar's new the semen been That's there. been going on. It's been there for days. Well, you know long. what? It's probably got some calcium in it. It's probably helping the enamel out. Would have to say, you know. Oh man, what is your take? Um, I guess. Like, damn, I didn't know. We've been sucking dick for a long time. Yeah, I didn't know orals. I didn't th- ever wow. think about like. I. F- thought there was like an evolution like you like you like you think of when you're a kid you know oh my like God. you first find out about sex and then you're like wait a minute there's more yeah there's a lot more apparently <laughs> so I say, I, the I, evolution I, of sex i would have put that on the evolution of humans too but you're saying and this is it, it was instantaneous that's oh that's a hot take in my hot take my yeah every every ounce of my mind tells me that you know the Most- minute we figured out damn this is that awesome. we, had, we could see shit we were like "Ooh, what's that oh. <laughs> it didn't take long it did not take long all right all right so we've been sucking dick for for, for a long time for as long as we possibly can gotcha before we were hunting <laughs> yeah. 
know? Before he realized, fuck, I'm hungry. Yeah. I need to get some food. What? What? How do you think this society kept going? You go out and hunt all day, sunrise to sunset, and you come home and be fucking wiped. And but what is going to make you want to do that again? Getting a little action. There we go. You know? Yeah, I'm kind of tired. My legs hurt. I got a bum leg. I stepped on a fucking, you know, rock and really fucked my leg up. I don't want to be having some sex tonight, but... We're going to be having some sex tonight. Maybe you just put it in your mouth for a little bit. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. You know, I don't know. Just a thought. Just a thought. No. And... Oh, man. And we were much hairier back then, too. With no sense Speak of, for yourself. No sense <laughs> of grooming. No, I'm kidding. Um, no sense of grooming. It's just all natural. Just, you know, rug munching. All right. So, now that we've gotten dicks up talk out of the way. All right, here it comes, man. Death Watch. Death Watch needs its own music. Episode one. Like some really heavy fucking metal. Death Watch. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, episode one of Death Watch. Yeah. So I've got a list here of people that have passed away in the month of January. And I'm going to try to narrow the list down to people of relative fame and or notoriety. Yeah. So any old Joe Schmo who was famous or, you know, who's on this list for whatever reason is not going to get If you have to say considered. what they did, then they're and, not. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you... if. If what I say they did doesn't point to anything in particular, like if I say Tony Atkinson died on January 1st, 2017, who was Tony Atkinson? He was a British economist. Okay. That doesn't count. How fucking old was he? Uh, well, give me a second here. We'll find out. Tony no. Atkinson was 72 oh, hey. when he passed away. All right. But that shit's not going to count because no, I'm sure there's British people that don't even fuck. I'm sure British economists were like, who's Tony Atkinson? <laughs> he wrote this. Oh, so we're going to try to limit it to people who have some fame and or notoriety or, you know, some name drop ability. All right. So and we're going to rank them. Yeah. So let's see. Um, Individually, though, right? We're going to each have our own power rankings. Yeah, I think we should maybe save the power rankings until there's at least, you know, I mean, we could do a top three, but it's going to be the same people, like, pretty much. Like, you know. It's yeah, neat. pretty much. But the order. The order always matters. Yeah, the order could be different. So let's uh, so let's get it narrowed down here. Who do we got so far? I'm looking. The very next day uh-huh. after we recorded Death Watch the last time, and yeah. we were, like, you know, calling who's going to die because no one had died yet. And you were like, man, it's almost February and no one's died yet. Mary Tyler Moore and Butch Trucks died the next day. Dude, I remember you telling me that too. Like the very next like, day, we I got some deaths. I think we I killed like, him. Like it's 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 bad. Mm. Do you stand by Betty White? No. Don't wish that evil on her. Yeah. Stop. All right. Keep her name out your mouth. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. The guy for The Exorcist. What you said. He was on there. Yeah. No. Who cares? Uh. So let's see what we got here. Do 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 do. Giving myself, mom, some music. Oh, shit. Um, who was the third one? There was Butch Trucks, Mary Tyler Moore. And John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah. Damn it. I don't see Butch Trucks in here. Well, that's because no one cares about Butch Trucks except well, for me and all the cool people. Yeah. So what site are you on? I'm on Wikipedia. No, yeah, that's that's bad. I don't know. What? Where Where can you find? Is there a website called Death Watch? Like, where uh, can you find? It would be... A list of people. Claim if there was, but I just typed in Celebrity Deaths 2017. Oh, that's a good... On Google. Qualifier. I don't know. Syracuse.com? I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what Syracuse is, but who cares? Famous people. There you go. That's under famous people, so... Butch Trucks. I don't know why it's not on Wikipedia. All right, what do you got on the famous people list? We gotta have a source that we gotta refer to pretty consistently. The internet? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you know. And Jimmy Superfly Snooka. Yeah, I got Jimmy Snooka on there. So, and, and apparently that was a wrestler of what year? Like, that was like the 80s before I was watching wrestling? Yeah, 80s ish. Maybe late 70s. Oh, damn. And uh, then, yeah, no one else I, that ever really jumped out to me as I'm going down this list. The last oh, man and, to step and, on the face of the moon? And Jordano Ventura, who was a uh, 25 year old baseball player. Okay, give me a second here. What's wrong? I got to get a better list. <laughs> in 2017 
Okay, so were you were you t- were you clicking on people individually to check their bio and then going? Oh, back? I was just reading a list and it just had all these people from Germany and fucking like nobody no. that anybody knows. People who died in 2017. Wow, the death list. Oh hey, <laughs> it's almost like they stole it from us. They must have fucking cheeky bastards. Yeah, well, I guess you know my top three are going to be the same as your top three. Mm, are they? I don't or think so. They? I got Butch Trucks, Mary nope. Tyler Moore, and John Hurt. And nope. if I had to rank them. Wrong. What? That's not yours? No. All right. So, so go for it. Go for it. Explain yourself. All right. So I'm going to have to rank them out for you as I go because honestly, I don't really. I don't really have much connection with any of these people. Um, So I'm going to have to say we're going to start from. So this is going to be a top three right now because there's only three. And I'm going to start at number three. And I think number three for me is got to be. Probably Butch Trucks. Just because I don't know. Other than the Trucks experience, Derek Trucks experience, what is it? Almond Brothers. The Almond Brothers. Yeah, there you go. I don't see. I don't know. There's here's my here's my reasoning why he's number three. I know the Almond Brothers, but I don't really like know too much of the Almond Brothers. But uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. That's just that's why he's at the bottom of the list right now. I I, I anticipate him getting knocked off fairly soon. Um, Betty White, looking at you. Stop. Uh, um, number two, he's got to be John Hurt. And for the simple fact that he was Ollivander in the Harry Potter flicks. And uh, that's pretty, uh, those are some dope movies, I gotta say. All eight of them, because there is eight. All eight of those are dope movies, and I like his character in the book a lot. So the guy who played him in the movie must have been pretty solid. So I gotta give him number two. Number one is going to Miss Mary Tyler Moore. Rest in peace. I used to watch that show on Nick and Knight all the time. So I can relate to it in a weird way. Mary Tyler Moore, you've got the number one spot. How long can you keep it? No, that was... No. It's a terrible list. Why? (laughs) Why is it a terrible list? All right. Number three... Oh, yeah. See, that's a big thing for me. See, Mary Tyler Moore is not on my top three for a fair reason. Mm. She was 80 years old. Fair. Fair. Now, all these are totally, like, uh, subjective to me, obviously. Well, that's why we're doing our own power. That's why we're doing it. I'm not saying, like, and the world should care about this one the most. No, yeah. This is your thing, man. John Hurt. People are listening to you right now. John Hurt, number three. Mm. He was 77, so he's kind of old. old. He's old. He's kind he's of lived old. a full life, it seems. But, um, okay. The Elephant Man. I don't know if you ever saw The Elephant Man. I never did. I but never did. It's a but I know what you're referring to. Very, you know. it's mm-hmm. He's obviously not The Elephant Man, but he mm-hmm. was the other star in that movie. Yeah. Um, What was it? Oh, yeah. He was, he, he was, he made a nice little cameo. It was the eighth and a half Doctor in Doctor Who. Okay. Uh, v for Vendetta. He was the uh, he was the evil like uh, what was it? Like the dictator mm-hmm. of like the dystopian you know future. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> I guess he was Indiana Jones. Yeah, he was Ollivander. Um, but mostly he was just a cool dude. I don't know. I liked him. He was old. He's British. British actors dying all the time. Fair enough, man. Toast to John Hurt. Number two, your Donna Ventura. Yeah. Because he was 25. Okay. And that sucks. Yeah. And that always sucks. Well, explain who your Donald Ventura was. He, uh, I think he was a Dominican Republic guy. And um, it's terrible that I'm putting him at number two and I don't, I don't know, know what is. I don't know. You got a shaky number two here, man. This <laughs> might be number three, it sounds like. No. Like John Hurt probably had the number two spot. No, because that's the thing. The, the age is a big thing for me. He spoke quite highly of John Hurt, though. The age is a big thing for me. Okay, well, I've, I've watched Giordano pitch plenty of times. Okay. And, I mean. You don't have to know exactly where he's from. No. Just busting your balls. I mean, he's he and he would throw like 98 miles an hour. He's one of those guys that, you know, when they were talking about, like, man. He's really, got the stuff for yeah. like a no hitter, but mm-hmm. a lot of times he'll give up like five runs because sometimes his shit's just right over the plate. Yeah, if you're throwing meatballs, dude, that's all you got, everybody. dude. Somebody's gonna catch on. But he, I mean, for freak hitters like Freddie Freeman, what up? Being under 25, like he was probably one of the best young guys. How'd he up. die? In a car accident in the Dominican Republic. Hmm. He was, was with he, another. Was he driving? 
uh, I don't know. He was with another <laughs> again. I don't know the details. He was with another guy who was also in the majors. So they both died. Cool. Kind of sucks. No, not not that cool. I but mean, not cool, but I mean, interesting. He was only four years in, and uh, he had already won the World yeah, Series his whole with the career ahead of him. The Royals. Now, did he did he pitch any significant games in that in that series that they won? Um, the the World Series. Yeah. When the the year they won the World Series was was he did, did he contribute much in the way? I mean, he would have been like what two years younger, a year younger. Uh, Ventura pitched Game One of uh-huh. the ALDS. They win or lose that game. Uh, I mean, they, I mean, obviously they uh, in that game. Yeah. Oh yeah, they actually lost. Oh, he exited after two innings. Damn. Sorry. Shit. See, see, I mean, dang. Gave up the lead after the fifth inning in Game Four. Yeah. Game Two, he uh, won. Against the Blue Jays, game six, you know, whatever. Okay, sports, sports, sports. <laughs> Five postseason games, he had a 6-4-3 ERA. Did not earn a win. But, hey. Tragic death, man. Tragic nonetheless. 25 years yeah, old. Yeah, he still had a long he way to go. He still was on his rookie contract. He hadn't yeah. paid that, you know. Anyway. That is a bummer, dude. Number one, and mainly because I just learned something when I was on here, because I didn't ever look back. Uh, the same day Mary Tyler Moore died, Butch Trucks died. He's the drummer. He's a, I should say he's a drummer for uh, the Allman Brothers. How many drummers do they actually have? Three. Fuck me. Yeah. Anyway, I'll get to that later. I That's think. a lot of noise. He uh, he committed suicide. Did he? Yeah. How? He shot himself in front of his wife. Damn. Yeah, like I literally just read this in front of his wife. Yes, I just read the like that on the internet really five sad. minutes ago. Is there, are there any, like, explicit details? Like, were they, like, eating dinner and he just stood up and fucking... I mean, does she have a... Has she come out and made a statement yet? I have no idea. That's all, that's, that's, that's what I saw and wow. so I was reading. I could only imagine. He was 69 years old and uh-huh. he... Um, was he suffering from anything? I have no idea. Obviously depression, maybe. I have no idea. Most but, likely uh, depression. They were touring, like, all the time. Yeah. And, like, still to this day they were, you know, because... Okay, what Greg Allman? Have you ever seen a list of like greatest guitarists of all time? Yeah, and you know how like wasn't Dwayne the one that number shredded? Number two, number two was Dwayne Allman. Yeah, like, those lists this, are all different though. And on, 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 about four or five of them. Yeah, out there. on the one list that I that I remember seeing yeah. when I was a kid, like I was like, wow, Jimi Hendrix number one, Dwayne Allman number two, uh-huh. and he died like two years after the Allman Brothers were created mm-hmm. in like the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just been Greg Allman, like he's kind of a legend in playing piano world. and playing playing keyboard and singing and stuff like that and mm-hmm. then it's just been a bunch of you know other musicians they they were the only two brothers so it was just a bunch of other music musicians being mm-hmm. the Allman brothers yeah, yeah for 45 years later and when i was uh, a sophomore in high school i got to go to an Allman brothers show at the greek the greek theater in los angeles mm-hmm. uh, i was backstage because my uncle his ex-wife was good friends with Butch's wife, mm-hmm. and you know, because Butch had a, so he had like a hookup, like a like a thirty you know year younger you know wife. So you got to meet him, and they became friends. So after uh-huh. even my uncle and um, you know, his wife got divorced, like the friendship was still there between my uncle and Butch. So I got to meet him right when he walked off stage. He handed me the the sticks, dope. And um, did he sign them? Like, did he have Marty signed? I don't think so. Yeah, you know, like some people just like he literally that. just walked off the stage though, and, Boom, he was, like, and it was like, "Hey, this is my uh, nephew Tyler," and it was just, "Thanks, man." Oh my god. Um, and he ended up being my cousin, my younger cousin. Um, like I think not like her, her godfather or anything, but like someone that like a close family friend. Yeah, because she went and eventually yeah. saw you know hundreds of Almond Brothers shows. I'm sure that is pretty cool. Um, I've seen him four times in four different states. So this is a very personal selection. Mm, that's good. That's powerful, man. How are you gonna beat that? How is how is anyone else gonna take that place? It's gonna be tough, man. Yeah, that's mainly because I was just like, man, like if he like had a, wow. like a heart attack or a stroke, like I'm, he's definitely in my top three. But then when I was reading this, literally, no, it's all like the more tragic. Five minutes before yeah. this, I was like, shit. Wow, that's kind of cool though. That you know, for 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 me, it's just like, dang, these are the three most famous people I can think of that have died. But for you, it's you know, those people actually have some significance. And uh, he once said, uh, he told a story. Apparently, like this is his thing. Mm-hmm. Eat a peach. Eat a peach. Eat a peach. Yeah, it's his motto to life. Eat a peach. And because peaches are messy, and you can't like you know like. But they're delicious. Cut into yeah. one, you know, and like pull off like a yeah. good piece. You just gotta 
fucking eat it. Fucking get and down and dirty. Are you sure he wasn't making a sexual drop some stuff? There. He might have been too. He might have told me telling you eat a beach, man. Give some head because we've been doing it for years. Ages. Years. Yes. I love it when a plan comes together. And eat a peach because eat it's, a it's, peach. it's messy and it's going to be awesome. I try my best to eat a peach, but you know, they're only in season. I'll be honest. Every I don't so often. I don't eat fruit, so Fruit? Why not? I just don't eat fruit. I don't know. Hmm. I never once craved fruit in my life. Why are you staring at me? <laughs> oh, if I was making sexual innuendo? Yeah. Hmm. I thought she was about to say, and it hasn't been seasoned in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's too much information. Um, Damn, so that is Death Watch in a nutshell. Death Watch will continue to grow and get better. It's just got to, there's got to be some things that are, that are happening, you know? I'm still holding out for uh, Betty White. But uh, that's not fair. I have my mouth like full. I can't refute you. What's the world gonna do when Betty White dies tomorrow? <laughs> God damn. Ruthless. All right. Ruthless and toothless. What else you got, man? You got anything else? Um, I can tell a story about the time my joint got stolen in Brussels. All right. This is a uh, story time with Tyler. <laughs> Stepping right into it. <laughs> do you want me to? Yeah. Go ahead, dude. All right. Uh, so I was living in Amsterdam for a year, you know, yeah. weed all the time. Explain that to me. What? I know why, but I think it's interesting. Why? why did, I, yeah. Why? why did you decide to move to Amsterdam? That's not part of the story, man. I'm gonna fucking get filler out of it, dude. How much time are we at? I'm not telling you. All right. Until you tell the story the way I want you to tell it. All right. So I graduated college, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what I was gonna do. Like. Like every other person who fucking graduates college. Yeah, but at least usually they have a degree in something that, like, is, you know, geared towards something. And then find out 20 years later they fucking hate their miserable lives. Yeah, but, see, I never even get that chance. Okay. Because <laughs> I can't go to... Well, you started there. You started in square one, you know? You got more time to figure it out. Because... <laughs> no, yeah. it's, it's not a shocking to you when it finally but, fucking... But you can't go to the philosophy store and be like, I'll have a job, please. I <laughs> wouldn't want one, to be 100% honest with you. But anyway... Um, there was the whole, like, oh, maybe I want to, like, I know on the back of my head, like, teaching sucks. Like, yeah. teaching, the act of teaching is great and it's amazing, but being a teacher has got a fucking blow. And I've always known that, but for, a like, a year, I was like, maybe I want to be a teacher. Like, I actually, like, thought this of myself. So mm-hmm. I was going to start teaching English. <laughs> this is a terrible plan to begin with. Teaching English in Amsterdam. Okay. About like ninety five percent of the population speaks like really well. Yeah. <laughs> and the other five percent doesn't. Basically, would have to be a good English teacher. So you'd have to teach like college English, and yeah. you'd have to really know what you're doing. And that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still, my dad had just moved out there for work, and um, he was kind of like bummed because he was just out there all the time and didn't know anybody. And yeah, it's a weird place. That seems tough. So he was like, hey, do you want to come live with me? Like, mm-hmm. you just, you know, graduated college. All expenses yeah. paid, bruh. So, yeah, pretty much. It was just, you know, living in Amsterdam for free. That's a pretty fucking cool experience. <clears throat> so I did that for about 13 months. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up, <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, I'm not an English teacher. So Spoiler alert, we're not in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in November, my mom and uh, my sister came out mm-hmm. and... My mom and my sister and I, like, I think my dad was doing something, but I mean, my parents are divorced, so it'd be yeah. kind of weird for like all four of us to go on like a vacation. So my mom and my sister and I went to Belgium for a weekend and we, you know, cause you can just take the train down and it's like a hour and a half train ride to Antwerp, another hour train ride to, you know, Brussels and you're not that far away from where you left. And so since I didn't have to get on a plane, I brought... A bunch of joints with me because mm-hmm. Amsterdam yeah and I, I think weed is legal there and I wasn't gonna be without it <laughs> I heard <laughs> that I, once if I if if I could help it so so you were strapped in Antwerp but not with a gun I don't know if I actually smoked in Antwerp we were only there for a night and it was kind of sketchy 
just because it was like a really old Antwerp's an ancient ass town. So. I've never even fucking heard of it until you just said it. Really, yeah. Antwerp? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a thing that people. Isn't that not like the most second most famous probably Belgium city? Could you name a second Belgium city after Brussels? Would you even be able to name Brussels? Bruges. Yeah. All right. Nice. We went to Bruges too for 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 an afternoon. It was. It was Belgium I, seems cool. It was weird because mm-hmm. every like menu was in three languages. Yeah. Like it was like Dutch, French, and Spanish, I think. I've been to Luxembourg and Liechtenstein, and one of the two, maybe both, borders Belgium. But, but I didn't go to Belgium. And then they probably speak even more because they've got German on their menus and shit, too. So they probably have mm-hmm. like a bunch of. So, like, it, literally every single sign had like at least three different languages on it just to, you know, everybody make sure. Anyway, it's Saturday night. We're at a B&B. Airbnb, sorry, Airbnb. You know, that was, I mean, it's a, it's a difference. You're either at like yeah, a, I mean, like a like a like an old grandma's fucking hostel, or you're actually in like something in the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in a, like a pretty sweet place, and it's you open the door and you're on like a busy ass like market in you know Brussels. So I just walked right outside. Um, I think my sister and I watched Captain America. Like the first one, because she had never seen it, and I was like, "Oh, this is good." And you, when you're in Europe, you're just desperate for anything in English. And you're like, "Okay, yeah, I'll sit down and watch this movie." That seems so crazy to me, though, because I mean, everybody there speaks fucking English, but yeah. it's not their fucking first language. But when you're on TV, you know, when you're flipping through European channels, you're just like, "Oh, cool, an American movie." <laughs> Dope. <laughs> They're showing National Treasure. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. No, but, I'm so excited to see a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> literally anything, Nick Cage, please. And then they show it, and you're like, no. Um, <laughs> so it was, like, late, and my sister was like, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to go party. I'm like, I'm not going to be like, hey, Morgan, want to go drinking? Yeah. But I, it was Saturday night, and I wanted to watch some college football. Mm-hmm. And I was Googling on the Google machine uh, a place to watch, like, college football in Brussels. And, you know, you and when I was in Europe, like, I did that a lot. Like, every time I was in it, I was like, where can I watch, like – Where's an American sports bar that I can go to because something's on right now that I kind of want to watch it. And if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like nine hours ahead there. Yeah. So. So it's you were like it was like almost midnight dinner time. It's a, no, it's, or, almost it's almost midnight, and you're watching the first games that yeah. are starting. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, hold Fuck on. Up. No, I mean if a game starts at fucking nine, then it's fucking. No, not the first games. Yeah. It's probably the noon. No, was it even the noon games? It might have been like. The afternoon game. The so it was the games, games I actually like want to watch. Yeah. It's the games I want to watch. It was Wisconsin against Nebraska, and, mm-hmm. and they were both ranked at the time. Mm-hmm. And there were other games going on. So it was like right in the you know mid-November. So it was like right in the heart of conference you know yeah. college football play. And I trek all the way to where I think this sports bar is. And when I get back, it turns out I was on street, not like plaza. You know, I'm looking for something, something plaza and I'm on something, something street and I don't realize it. So I'm like, there's no number 19 here. Like, this is bullshit. So I walk all the way back. So it's like a probably mile and a half, like round trip. And I walk through this park as I go there because Brussels is the capital of Belgium. So uh, the park I'm walking through is essentially the reflecting pool equivalent of Belgium. You know, like that big. Oh, like thing. in front of the Washington Monument or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. So, because it's Capitol Building or here. The Lincoln it's, Memorial? Yeah, but, but, but like as I'm walking through this park, Capitol Building of Belgium here, like fucking Royal Palace over here. So, I'm like in the very in the heart yeah. of it. And I walk through this park to get there, and I walk through it coming back. And I'm like, damn, what a bust. And I get all the way back, and I've, I, I go to this coffee shop that um, uh, the Wi-Fi I still have. So, like, I mean, it's, it's it's midnight, so, like, everything's closed. And I just go up to the glass of this coffee shop with my phone that has no data because I'm in Europe. And I connect to the Wi-Fi, like, through the window. Mm-hmm. And I realize my mistake. So, I'm like, oh, I was supposed to go to Plaza. Do I really want to walk all the way back? Yes, I do. So, I went. And on the way there, I was, like, all excited that, like, I was going to go to the right place. So, I pull out the joint that I have in my pocket. And I start smoking it in the park, you know, right in between Capitol Building, Palace. And as I get, like, halfway through it, this, like, 16-year-old kid, totally, like, exactly what you would think, like, a Belgian pickpocket, teen pickpocket looks like. He's wearing, like, that tracksuit, you know what I mean? 
Like he looks like Barry in in Archer. When he looks he's... like a wannabe mobster. So he comes up to me, and he like puts his hand on my shoulder, and like like I mean, full disclosure, I'm six ten to anyone who doesn't know how tall how, I am. How tall is he? So this kid's like a kid. Like I mean, he looks like a sixteen year old. He's literally. So he's like, boom, hey, what's up, man? And like he doesn't really know English, or maybe he's faking that he doesn't really know English. Yeah. And he just kind of motioning like, can I puff? Can I puff? And I hand it to him. And he goes, oh, cool. And before he even hits it, he starts walking away. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And so this time I walk up to him like before he goes. And I'm like, no, come here, come here. And I grab the joint back and I start walking away. He does it again. He goes, no, 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 sorry. There was a miss. Like he makes it seem like there was like a misunderstanding. And then so he's like, oh, yeah, can I just puff? And I'm like, yeah, but you're just going to hit it, right? Why did you do that again? And I'm just like, you're just going to hit it, right? Like, yes. No, you fucking creep. (laughs) He took it. And that time he just bolted like he bolted back to his friend. You fucking idiot. And I was like, "Okay, remember, I was half a joint into this already. Dude, you should have been even more. I'm pretty stoned. (laughs) So he walks. So I'm like, "Okay, I could go walk up to these three kids in the middle of this park Mm -hmm. in Belgium at night. Or I can just keep going to this sports bar. Yeah. I mean, and get drunk. Yep. So that's what I did. Oh my god! And I got my joint. Jack. I can't believe it. I handed a person a joint, and then it, that's why I ask when people when I tell this story, did it get stolen? Because technically, I gave it away twice. 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 The, fir- the first time I realized you're the only person in the world to get something taken from them, get it back, and then hand it over right after that. Like, no, I just wanted to see if I could get it from you. Here, you can keep it now. I don't. <laughs> You got it back, like succeeded in getting it back. Yeah, and that's what I realized when I'm telling that story. When I grabbed it the first time, that's a giant risk I didn't yeah, even realize dude, I was yeah. taking. Yeah, like, you don't know. The kid could have a knife. He could have just, <laughs> just fucking stabbed you right in the rib cage, like all exposed, reaching see, forward. This is how friendly and naive I am when I when I travel. Oh I'm God. so friendly that people. But you were so committed to the joint that you even <laughs> were like, no, you snatched it out of some kid's hands. And I, then gave it to him. <laughs> I really thought he just wanted to hit it. I thought we had come to an understanding that he was just going to hit it twice and then give it back to me and I was going to move on my way. Oh, my God. If his life depended on hitting it a second time, I would have been like, sorry, you're dead. You are dead to me. Man. The fact that he took it and you got it back and then just like, I was like no. automatically just reached you, extended your there was there there was a little 10 minutes of like no you're gonna like hold on to it right yeah. oh no i'd have walked away the first time he's like what huh sorry i gotta go i'm out of here you don't understand what i'm saying it's time to leave you were like trying to be nice but like so, trying to be assertive at the same time i was time. totally like i mean the worst part is that i was walking through this like you know park in the middle of the night yeah. which is something you shouldn't do in, in like new york country or foreign like, to you you wouldn't do this. That's what I mean. Yeah, through you, Craig Park. You don't do it at Los Angeles. You yeah. don't do it at Los Angeles. You don't do it in New York. Why the fuck would you do it in a place that in a you've never been? Foreign country, in a language you don't speak. <laughs> yeah, man. This is the greatest story you could ever tell. I actually had a great night after that too because I stayed out till four talking yeah. to a dude. I talked to two brothers from Sonoma. Um, one of them went to Colorado State fifteen yeah. years before me and stayed at the same dorm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, you know what? Have you ever experienced? Like, and he was a go? Wisconsin fan who, and the Knew my best, the game, yeah, my best friend from that dorm, Nick, was Nick, and he's from Wisconsin, so nice. that's why they were there. They were watching Wisconsin, nice. Nebraska. Uh, Sorry, when you go to other countries, do you ever like experience meeting somebody from the same city? Like, when have you ever like? Okay, so like when I was in Europe, and I feel like when I go a lot of places in at least you know America, like I'm always like. You know, when you meet a group of people, oh, where are you from? Da, 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 da. Oh, I'm from Fullerton. Oh, yeah, I'm from Fullerton, too. Like, no, that's that happened to me, like, three different times what? on vacation. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm from Fullerton, too. And you're just like, what the hell? Once I was visiting. We're, we were in Vegas once, weren't we? Oh, okay. Well, Vegas yeah. is different. Like, well, I mean, it's still one time that happened. It's happened in Hawaii. It happened in Europe. Like. Oh, yeah. Europe's crazy. Crazy. I like, can't imagine that happening in Europe. Oh, yeah. I'm weird. from Fullerton, too. No shit. Like, <laughs> small fucking world. Uh, I saw Becca Shanfield. Yeah. And a San Francisco Safeway when I was visiting Steph Bernillo once. Like, Becca lived here, I lived here, and we saw each other at the same Safeway in San Francisco. That's the only time that's happened. And that's not even that far away. No. And once at Coachella, 
I wasn't planning to meet up with anyone that I knew. Um, and I was watching, I think I was either watching like Bass Nectar, Dead Mouse or something. And right after the show was over, the two girls I was had standing behind for about 20 minutes turned around. It was Stephanie Sanchez and Kiki. <laughs> and I was like, what world. the fuck? It was weird. Small world. And then I walked them until they like went to another show and I separated, you know, separated from them. Didn't see them again the rest of the weekend. That's like as far as your experience reaches. Palm Desert. India. Yep, sorry. Indio and San Francisco. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's happened to me in Europe. It's happened to me in Tennessee before. Like, But also I don't ask people like where are, they, where are you from? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like why that's happened to me now so many times. And I'm just like, I don't know. You just Sometimes you just find yourself talking to weird people like. Or some pe- sometimes it's weird people just come up and start talking to you. And you're just like, okay, you're like whatever. I'm not well, going to shoot you away. But That happened a lot whenever I went to a uh, European discotheque and uh, took my smoke breaks. Mm-hmm. When everyone leaves for cigarettes. And they're like, Tyler, we're smoking a cigarette. And I was like, oh, cool. I got a, cool. Joint, I got a joint in my pocket. <laughs> it's legal. It's legal here. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure you weren't allowed to smoke in the tobacco rooms. Yeah. Because the tobacco rooms are for tobacco. for tobacco. And this wasn't even a spliff. Like, I'm just lighting my own. And it, I couldn't, I mean, I don't smoke tobacco ever. So when I step in there at first, like, I can't handle it. And then I quickly light up my joint and I get this little, like, little foot diameter, you know, aura of, like, weed around me. Just and I'm like, ah, I can I can breathe in here now. <laughs> I can, it's like your little bubble. Your little bubble of weed. Weed insurance. Pretty much. I feel like I had something else, but I don't have access to the notes that I was taking now. What? Um, yeah. Um, so I don't. I don't really have anything else. Anything else? Anything? Have you done some research? Okay, so we're gonna close the show out today with uh, guest appearance. Everybody, say hello to Jordan. Jordan hey, is my girlfriend. Um. Okay, so. I had mentioned the fact that Abraham Lincoln is gay, and both of you seem to be uh, surprised by that information, even though it's not new information. It was news. New to you, I guess. Um, So anyway, I did a little bit of research just to kind of confirm the... Gayness? The gayness. Mm -hmm. And basically, I mean, he's just been gay his whole life. Really? And his, like, longest, most known relationship with this was with this guy named um, Joshua Fry Speed, and they were together for four years. Okay. And um, their, like, ultimate demise of their relationship was when Abraham Lincoln was trying to fight slavery. Uh-huh. This guy was this a staunch guy, opponent or yeah, whatever? Yeah, was like, how about you don't abolish slavery? And, and he, keep and, giving like, me, keep Lincoln laying some like, pipe. I I knew you better than this, and they kind of just drifted apart. Wow. Lover's quarrel. Yeah, and then Joshua Fry Speed ended up getting married to this chick named Franny, and Lincoln was pretty upset about it, and he, like, ma- like sent him some mail a couple times, like, just saying, like, are you sure you want to marry her? And he was just like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm going to marry this chick because you're not abolishing slavery. And um, oh my God. he had a few other boyfriends. One guy, his name was Elmer something, he was, like, in... He was really young. He ended up getting into the military, and Abraham was with him for like two years or so. Mm-hmm. He ended up dying mm-hmm. in the war. Um, and then there was another guy, kind of similar situation. But the point of my story is Abe Lincoln was gay. Wow. So you have like like not concrete evidence, but I mean that's pretty. Are you almost? That's that's some convincing. Is that intimating shit. that like? Lincoln might have freed the slaves to like make his gay lover happy. No, his gay lover didn't want him to do it. Oh, didn't want him to do it. Yeah, I obviously wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. Yeah, his gay lover didn't want him to abolish slavery, so he withheld. Where was he? The dick. He was from. (laughs) He was from Illinois. Who Abe Lincoln was? No, the speed guy. Oh. And then he ended up moving to Kentucky. He was yeah. Yep. So he was really into uh, having slaves, I guess. Yeah. All right. Mm. And I guess it's like super common for like I mean essentially all of our forefathers to fuck slaves and stuff, but yeah, that um, that I did know. And well, and so I yeah, personally Je- Jefferson had like fifty kids, right? But anyway, what a slut! What a slut! But yeah, so also can I just I just wanted to know if we could do that thing again where I talk about something that annoys me. As oh long yeah, as it's not about us. You need your take. Yeah. So yeah. I, this is like very random, but I've been very. You don't have to talk like, directly. Okay, I've been very annoyed about this all day. This is like the third time it's happened in like a 
few weeks. Um, no, 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 no. This is it's unrelated to the poop situation. So I have like a bruise. Okay, my the, my my gripe with the world right now is about. Okay, I'm talking about like random bruises that mm-hmm. you're like, where did this come from? How did I get this? Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing with my life? Alcoholics Anonymous. Are you right. Bumping, are you bumping into stuff? I don't know. And the, uh, the thing is, I'm, well, you can't see me, but I'm like a butter pecan Puerto Rican woman. <laughs> so my skin is dark. <laughs> And, like, I don't bruise easy. I'm not white, you know? Like, I don't bruise easy. So it's like these random bruises keep popping up all over my body. And it's like... Darker than you are. Okay, save it for the... Anyway, just, I don't know, like, I know I'm not the only one with this problem, but I feel like people who have this problem are either white and bruise easily or have some kind of, um, like, alcoholic problem and can't remember where they get bruises from. But I don't think I've been, like, that shit-faced in the last couple weeks to not notice so your take is why are why do i have bruises yeah but i know i'm not the only one like i know i'm not the only person who like wakes up and is like where did this bruise come from but this looks like my boyfriend like like grabbed my arm and was like maybe gonna beat me or something i don't know like that sounds like your take (laughs) is that that my underlying take there is that what i'm really upset about with this i that sounds like your take yeah that you can't say that again. All right. I won't. <laughs> it was just, I'm just, that's just my take. That was just, I just needed to get that off of my chest. Oh, we're WebMD, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And if I look it up on WebMD, it's cancer. Like, I'm going to die. I have a week to live and, you know, better say goodbye to everybody WebMD I know is about. hilarious. WebMD is such like a, just a, a, I feel like it's just a running gag. Like, it started out <laughs> with honest intentions and then someone was like, but wouldn't it be funny if we just told people they were dying, like, just all the time? Your stomach hurts? Dying. Oh, you could have a tumor, you know? Like, you know what I heard on Levertard show today? What? Um, a whole lot, so, someone's whole life, uh, they were told they were just obese. And uh-huh. it turns out they had a 130 pound tumor growing in their stomach. Oh my God. Was and it just it, a benign tumor? It was because of an ingrown hair. Ew. Oh, that's awful. So this person just had a wig growing inside of them? Like, maybe. That's not even, like, a small child. That's, like, me. That's, like, a grown-ass man strapped to your fucking stomach. Look it up. I I sure didn't, so. (laughs) Nice disclaimer. Sorry. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I couldn't even imagine. Riffin here, running on bullshit. Oh, okay. I think there. I think we solved the problem. Yeah, <laughs> someone's just running into <laughs> shit. Now that you say that, yesterday yeah. I ran right into that door. Maybe that's where it came from. Damn. Yeah. Hey. Uh, well, she has a mark. She got burnt one time from a hot spatula, like handle, not spatula. Uh, like a from you? A, 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 no, it was a griddle. <laughs> it was her own damn fault. She just like let it touch her. I thought it was accused Kirk of domestic abuse day. Had this scar forever, so she's not she's not unfamiliar with finding herself in these positions. So I have a feeling it's just a combination of clumsiness and forgetfulness. Maybe a little bit of alcohol in there. (laughs) You bump into stuff and you forget that it happened. Likely. That could be. I mean, that could be. That'd be a likely story. (laughs) Is there anything else you want to add before I I kick this fucking can? No, no, I'm good. That was it. All right, cool. You ready to sign off? You need a cool sign off, like something, something. <laughs> could it just unique. be that defeated sigh? Or just I don't know. It could. We could try it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Until next time.